Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, listeners, I got something to tell you. Somebody was messing around with my microphone, I think, to make me sound more like a robot, and so my sound sounds a little wonky. Thank you very much, somebody. You're welcome, because I was getting you ready for the robot takeover so that you would sound more like a robot and nobody would recognize that you were like a gross human. So you're welcome. Um, okay, but... I don't think that that's really going to happen. I really don't care for it when you talk about it. And I wish that my sound sounded like I always sound like a human podcast host. Well, if wishes were zebras, we'd be running a zebra preserve. I don't know what that means. Well, hopefully our listeners will just bear with me while we try to figure out what Lisa did to my microphone. But until then, on with the show. Two people claim to know everything about something. But only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. From Ferris, Texas, this is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. (laughs) Yes, it is. Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the positive G's of truth and the free-falling dark rides of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for Live in Studio Audience. That is, and always has been, and forever will be correct. And what is also correct is that one of those sounds that Lisa shares is the sound of a listener question. That is also previously, presently, and predictively correct. Lovely. So, can you share a listener question with us now, Lisa? Well, Deborah, seeing that now would fall under the category of presently, yes, I can and will share a listener question now. Uh, uh, now. No, uh, now. Uh, now. Uh, now. Hey, Lisa, I'm Chelsea, and I wondered if you were to make a movie, what would the name be? Wow, Chelsea. It's as if the two of us are connected in some cosmic way. Because I was just now thinking about all the great names for the many, uh, many, uh, many movies that I would make. (laughs) No, sorry, sorry. Scratch that. That I will make. Some of them are as good as done. Really? You've written a number of screenplays already? Not physically written, Deborah. More like conceptualized. Hmm. I just have to download all the genius that is currently coded in my central processing unit. It's a minor hiccup. I see. Mm-hmm. 
And the names of these films you are conceptualizing? Right, right. Uh, names. Uh, or should I say titles? Because that's showbiz talk for film names. <laughs> did you know that, Deborah? <laughs> I did. Thank you. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I've conceptualized screenplays such as The Wizard of Bots, Bot Story, and Mary Botbins. Um... No. Um... And then there's finding Androido and sound effects of music. Wait, Lisa, <laughs> those are already movies. You've just changed the words here so that you've made them sound like they're about robots. But... And this one, this one is going to be a classic. How to train your podcast host. Okay, just no. Those are all pretty much taken. That's impossible. I haven't even downloaded the screenplays yet. Okay, well, when you do, you're definitely going to have to consult with a lawyer to make sure you're not conceptualizing anyone else's ideas. And in the meantime, can you please conceptualize, download, and tell us how our game works? This show already has a name, right? Yes, that would be the big fib. Okay, but I, I think we should consider changing it to uh, Lisa's Podcast. How we play the game, please. Fine. Every week we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert, the other is a liar. Yeah, you said we wouldn't do it and we did it. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. What are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about amusement parks, places with attractions made up of rides and sometimes shops and entertainment. And we're going to learn all about amusement parks along with our contestant today. Who might that be, Lisa? Our human child contestant is a nine-year-old who enjoys learning about extreme weather, like tornadoes, hurricanes, and grumpy snowstorms. <laughs> Milo Kellermeyer! Hi! Hi, Milo! How are you? Good. Excellent. I'm so glad to hear it. Tell us, please, what you love about these extreme weather things, these experiences. I mean, they're cool. It's like sort of a mystery how they form, but there's nothing funner than mystery except for gaming. I like that. Okay, true. What are some of your favorite extreme weather conditions? Tornadoes, hurricanes. Um... Grumpy snowstorms. That's one of them, right? <laughs> Yes. It's like, oh, I don't want to snow. <gasps> <laughs> what about, is there such thing as a dust devil? Yes. What is that? So, in the desert, it can get tornadoes, except not the usual type of tornadoes that form from a thundercloud. It's a type of tornado that is caused by swirling wind, and it picks up this sand and sort of makes a tornado made out of dust. Whoa. Oh, like a dust devil. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wow, that's pretty cool. I love that you're so interested in those kinds of extreme weather conditions. are very cool, but a little scary, too. You don't want to actually go near them, do you? No. Once I was in this really scary weather called light drizzle, and I got water on me, Deborah. Okay, that is scary for a robot. Lisa, you should not leave the house when there's a light I'm drizzle. I'm never going anywhere again. No, that's okay. We will make sure that we dress you properly the next time. I want a raincoat. Why don't you use your robotic systems to make an automatic umbrella? Milo, you're, you're promoted. <laughs> you're a genius. I love that idea. You got to stick around, okay, Milo? Okay, well, we do want to learn some more fun facts about you, Milo, but we're going to do it playing our game Two Truths and One Lie. You, Milo, 
are going to tell us two truths and one lie, but in no particular order. And then we have to figure out which one might be the lie. So Milo, what are your two truths and one lie? I have a fire alarm collection. I have a pet bull terrier named Peanut Butter. And I can name all the planets and dwarf planets. Wow. Oh my gosh. There's a lot of creative thinking behind these two truths and a lie. What do you think, Lisa? Well, one of them is obviously true that he can name all the planets and dwarf planets. Anyone can do that. You just, you look, hey, that's Bobby. Oh, look, there's Rena. Oh, hey, Tammy. Nice to see you. So that one, that's true. Anyone can do that. So then we're down to two. We have, what was it? A pet bull terrier? Yes. Named Peanut Butter? Mm-hmm. And a fire alarm collection? Mm-hmm. Well... No, Peanut Butter, Peanut Butter, not now. No, 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 get out of Oh, me, wait a minute. I'm trying to be influenced. I like this. <laughs> He's smart. This is a clever young man. This Milo is playing me. Let's see. <laughs> I feel like if you had a fire alarm collection, you would probably be hearing some sort of beep right now because one of the batteries would be needing to be changed. So I'm going to say that one is the lie. And therefore, he has a a dog. I see. (laughs) Okay. All right, Milo, which one of those facts is a lie? I have a pet bull terrier named (gasps) Peanut Butter. I don't have a dog. I wish I had one. Brilliant. Oh, my gosh. Let's get to this fire alarm collection. This is a real thing? Yes. How many fire alarms do you have? I don't know, probably about 10. Wow. Did you rip them off walls? During, like, any holiday, me and my mom sort of look through Amazon to find, like, cool fire alarm pole stations, and we don't put them on the wall. I just keep them in my closet, and then if I feel bored, I can just go out and get them. But they don't actually work, right? So if you pull down on the lever, it wouldn't make a big alarm sound, right? No. No, okay. Well, I think you're going to do very well on our game today. Don't you think so, Lisa? I have utmost confidence. Excellent. Okay, so we're talking about amusement parks. Have you ever been to an amusement park, Milo? Yeah, one. When I was like four. Mm. I didn't go on the roller coasters, though. No, it's a little scary, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, we're going to learn about some amusement parks with our experts today. Lisa, can you please give us some welcome music for our amusement park experts? One, two, three, four. Come on in, come on in, chug, 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 chug. And come on in, come on in, chug, 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 chug. It doesn't matter if you're winning or if you're losing. Just be amusing. (laughs) Nice. Very good. All right. Our first expert is... Harris Tapley. Harris, please introduce yourself to Milo. Hi, Milo. I am Harris Tapley. I'm a former Walt Disney Imagineer, and I'm a consultant in architecture and engineering for themed entertainment management at Halpern Close in Napier. Thank you very much. Our next expert is Leslie Harvey. Leslie, please introduce yourself to Milo. Hi there, Milo. I'm Leslie Harvey, and I travel to Disneyland and other theme parks and write about it. Thank you very much, Leslie. Drop it like it's hot. Tell us about those sounds you're parading out for us, Lisa. Strike up the band, Deborah, because it's hot seat time. <laughs> yes, it's hot seat time. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Milo's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Leslie Harvey, because both her first and last name could be first names, 
just like you, Deborah Goldstein. <laughs> Maybe in some parts of the world, but none that I know of. Okay, very good. All right, Milo, what is your first question for Leslie? Is there an amusement park you really want to go to and why? Yes, there are over 400 amusement parks in the United States alone, so I haven't been to a lot of them. I go to Disneyland all the time, but the one that I really want to go to soon is Hershey Park. Everything's themed around chocolate and candy, so that's one that's definitely on my list for as soon as possible. Deborah, take me to Hershey Park. I want to go there. She just said there's a theme park made of chocolate. I want to eat Mm. all the rides, Deborah. I don't know if it's made out of chocolate. Leslie, is the theme park made out of chocolate? I think that would get a little bit icky during the summertime. Okay, just get me a candy bar, okay, Deborah? Just get me something. <laughs> I could do that. Milo, what is your next question and for whom is it? This one's for both of you. What is a typical day at your job like? A typical day for me really starts with the structure of the type of amusement park that we're going to put together. So it comes with storyboarding and creating a theme for what the amusement park is going to look like. And then going to a 3D model or even a computer program like Planet Coaster and working to create a design for an amusement park. Wow, cool. So a lot of my typical days are pretty boring. I'm just sitting at a computer writing tips about theme parks for other people to read. But on the days that I actually get to go to theme parks, I am just busy, busy. I am riding all of the new rides. I am looking for tricks and tips to share with other people who want to visit those parks. I am there from the very first minute the park opens until it closes down, often at midnight. And I have been in theme parks some days where I have gone on over 25 rides in a single day. Do you get a special pass so you get to go to the front of the line because you're writing about it? Sometimes the theme parks do have media events and I get to go to the front of the line at those. But other times I just have to wait in line like everybody else. And that's helpful. That helps me write about what other people should do when they go to theme parks. Okay, Milo, back to you. This one's for Harris. What happens to old amusement park rides when a park is closed? They go to an amusement park ride zoo, and they get to live the rest of their life happy. Oh, that sounds nice, but I don't know if that's actually true. And then you can go pet them. (laughs) Oh, probably not. It might not be exactly true, yet we do try to recycle and repurpose as much as we can. We'll sell them to other amusement parks. And for the ones that we really can't do anything with, we crush down in junkyards and turn them into anything else that metal would turn into. Uh, A can of pudding? Or a robot, maybe? (gasps) Oh my gosh, Deborah! what if I'm an old amusement park ride? Maybe you are, Elisa. Oh, wait, it's coming back to me. I'm seeing my old life, Deborah. Are you? Oh yeah, it's just a bunch of sweaty butts sitting on me. (laughs) Get away from me, sweaty butts. Get away from me. Oh my God. Oh, no, we're going to have to verify. Maybe we'll get one of those 23andMe kits or something for you, Lisa. And then well, we'll think- for robots, it's just one and zero and me. <laughs> good point. Very good. Those were excellent questions. Very good. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. 
They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or ten, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are, like, really sneaky, and you often don't know how they're feeling, and the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib, to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Before we get back to the show, I just want to say how much we have loved bringing you shows like Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches or the new Earth Rangers Underground podcast, and especially the new episodes in the Six Minutes feed, the ones about the Cyrus Lost Tapes. And this is when I need to say a big thank you to all our GZM subscribers. Your support makes independent audio like this possible. If you're not a GZM subscriber yet, right now is the time to join for ad-free listening, early access, and more. Show your support and learn more at gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Help us bring you more great shows by becoming a subscriber today. And thank you. All right, it's time for the Shorts on Fire round, when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then Milo will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts, you'll need a fast pass to get through this round. All right, Milo, we're going to start with Harris. You can ask your Shorts on Fire questions now. Where is the oldest amusement park? It's in Bakken, Denmark. Who designed the first Ferris wheel? George Washington Gale Ferris Jr. What is the name of the roller coaster that one drop has at least 400 feet? Stratacoaster. Where can we find Cedar Point Amusement Park? Cedar Point, Ohio. What theme parks have Spider-Man rides? Islands of Adventure in Orlando and Universal Studios in Japan. At which amusement park were Granny Apple Fries invented? Disappointment Land. <laughs> Bush Gardens. Name two amusement parks in Florida. Uh, Disney World and NASCAR Speed World. What kind of rides usually spin around in a circular platform? Centripetal. Which horses on a carousel have two back legs on the ground and two in the air? Shetlands. And that is time. 
I don't think there should be witch horses, is all I'm saying. There should either be horses or witches. Not fair. Okay, no. All right, Lisa, would you kindly reset the timer? Yeah, because I'm not a witch horse. (laughs) Thank you very much. All right, Milo, you can ask Leslie your shorts on fire questions now. Name two cities where there are Disney parks outside of the United States. Shanghai and Hong Kong. Name the movie about Walt Disney starring Tom Hanks, where many scenes were shot in Disneyland. Ooh, that was the movie about Mary Poppins, but I can't remember the name about it. Saving Private Disney. What does Disney call the people who work at Disney? Cast members. Amusement parks in the Middle Ages were known as what? That's a trick question. There weren't amusement parks in the Middle Ages. Which theme parks have a Harry Potter land? The two Universal Parks in Florida and also Universal Hollywood. What does Epcot stand for? Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. Which theme park has a boysenberry festival every year? Ooh, Knott's Berry Farm. And that is time. That's all time, sorry. Oh my gosh, Milo, good job. And well done, experts. It's decision time. Milo must try not to be flumexed by all the information he's been told today. Milo, who is our amusement park fibber? Hmm... This is a tough decision, but I am going to have to go with Leslie. Okay, why do you think Leslie is our fibber? I don't know. A lot of the things she said sounded kind of off. Okay. All right. Will the actual amusement park expert please say, I am the amusement park expert? I am the amusement park expert. Oh, dear, that is correct. Leslie Harvey is a travel writer who specializes in travel to Disneyland, Disney World, and many other theme parks. She writes the family travel blog, tripswithtikes.com. That means she gets to go to all those places and ride lots of rides, I'm guessing. Right, Leslie? Yes, that's right. All the time. 25 in a day. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. So, Leslie, how did Harris try to cut the line with lies? So there were a couple in the Shorts on Fire round. He mentioned the theme park being in Cedar Point, Ohio. It's in Sandusky, Ohio. Mm. He also mentioned that Granny's Apple Fries were in, I can't remember the theme park he named, but they're actually in Legoland theme parks. Ooh, those sound good. Wow, very good. Okay, and Harris, it's your turn to confess your lies because fair is fair. (laughs) Absolutely. I also invented NASCAR race world or speed world. Mm -hmm. And the kind of rides that usually spin around on a circular platform are flat rides, not centripetal rides. Oh, but that sounded good. Yeah, thank you. And (laughs) horses on a carousel that have two back legs on the ground and two in the air are prancers, not Shetlands. Oh, I did not know that. And not witch horses either, Lisa. Yeah, they're not witch horses. I don't know why everyone thinks that. (laughs) All right. We've come to the end of our ride time. Thanks to our contestant, Milo, our amusement park and truth enthusiast. Thank you to our expert and liar, Leslie and Harris. And thanks to Lisa 
our animatronic android. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into The Big Fib, where truth is the best attraction. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, why don't you visit gzmshows.com? And while you're there, why don't you find out how you can become a contestant on The Big Fib or send questions for me to answer on the show? And why don't you follow us on social media, The Big Fib Podcast, for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts? And why don't you all come over here and take me to an amusement park that is made of chocolate because Deborah's not doing it and I want to eat an amusement park. Please, I want chocolate amusement park. I'll get you some chocolate. I want to eat an amusement park. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're Free! Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.